Hello, my field daisies. Welcome to the 15th episode of Daisyish Days, the podcast. Today's episode is another guest episode. We have two guests on the podcast uh, today. Uh, one is Andrew Roth and the other is his roommate, Anna Arnold. So me and Andrew, we went to the Try Guys show in Atlanta together. And Anna is also a really, really big YouTuber, YouTube fan. And so the entire episode, we kind of talk about how did we start watching YouTube? What were the first YouTubers that we watched? What do we currently watch in terms of YouTube? And then me and Andrew break down our love of the Try Guys and what we thought about the show. So yeah, in terms of a quick life lesson, don't be afraid to like things that um, may seem unconventional or a bit nerdy or dorky. Um, for a YouTube, a lot of people, especially people that are our age in our 20s, don't necessarily really watch YouTube. Um, it's mainly stereotypically considered a teenage or young person thing. And yeah, I don't, but that's just, it doesn't really matter what other people think. If you like it, then you like it. And I guarantee you that there will be other people in the world that share your enthusiasm for whatever hobby that you might have, whether it be juggling or, um, I don't know, martial arts, playing World of Warcraft or something. I don't know. Anything, 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 anything. If you like doing it, don't be afraid to pursue it. So yeah, without further ado, let's roll the intro music. Yara and Gibson for that wonderful intro song and hello again my field daisies. Today is a very special episode because we actually have two guests on the podcast. One is Andrew Roth. Say hi Andrew. Hello you beautiful field daisies. I'm so honored to be joining you today. <laughs> and another is Anna Arnold. Say hello. Hello babies. I'm so welcome here and Aww. you are too. Yes. Okay so this episode is actually going to be all about YouTube because we all three of us watch a lot of YouTube which is something really strange for people our age in our like mid-20s early 20s like no one watches YouTube uh, I feel like it's just nine-year-olds and 13-year-olds. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, it's pretty much. Is. Yeah, pretty much. it really is. But um, yeah, I started watching YouTube at like an early age. Like I Me really too. did. I want to say like the summer of my junior year. What about you guys? I mean, you're a little bit older than us, but I specifically remember being in middle school. Just yeah, starting I was eight YouTube. Years old. Exactly, yeah, exactly. I was, I was pretty eight. young. I was yeah. pretty young. It was YouTube's good though. Been, I loved it. Mm -hmm. You know, YouTube's been pretty prominent in my yeah. life from now on. <laughs> and it's not just like watching cat videos or like fail videos. It's more of just like like watching actual YouTubers, right? Because mm -hmm. y'all both watch YouTubers as well. Now it's also important to watch those cat videos. Now, very don't true. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Very true. <laughs> but like, just actual like, I think a lot of people don't understand YouTube culture and the fact that like there are people that make a living off of YouTube exactly. and like make consistent Ooh. videos. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, okay. So what was y'all's first YouTuber that you watched like, that you can distinctly remember? Well, I remember Michelle Fawn and I, I just loved her. Like I remember her being like this icon. I remember her making these beauty videos and I was like, well, I've got to do that. Yeah. I've got to be a Barbie now. Like, yeah. It was like, it was something, but it wasn't anything that I had to like attain it was just something that I wanted to be and it was something that I wanted to try you yeah know? it wasn't anything that I had to you know you know um 
everywhere in the world yeah. right now. Well, well, isn't that the point of yeah. YouTube is to find Trying a out. following base that right. you yeah. relate to, find mm-hmm. somebody. Yes. And that's the whole, that's the reason why people make a living off of YouTube mm-hmm. is because each person who has a YouTube channel, they all have a certain follower. Yes. Like yes. they all have a certain following group and yeah, that's and how I, they become popular. And I, and I felt that. And, yeah. I was like, and there's a space up? for everyone mm, in right. on YouTube. Yeah. Everyone, yeah. even exactly. the creepy people, the mm-hmm. fun people who just want to watch makeup tutorials. There's a place for every yeah. single group of people. And for those of you who don't know, Michelle Fawn was an Asian beauty guru. She made mm-hmm. like makeup mm-hmm. tutorials, stuff like Barbie. that. Barbie tutorials. She she transformed her face into like beautiful, beautiful things. Mm-hmm. And like the thing is, and she's more than that. More yeah. than Barbie. I, I don't want it to be like a white culture. Oh yeah, thing. she did, yeah. even did she some like sci-fi. I remember she did a scary thing. It w- yes, and she was so much more than like a white beauty like icon. Like she yeah. was so much more than that. I don't want it to be like that, but I just like yeah. I just want to say that. And she, like she was one of the first YouTubers out there because I feel like mm-hmm. now she's not even well, here anymore. Well, one of the first beauty influencers yeah. that we were able like, to see. Like, this is like 2008, 2009. Yeah, she's actually not on YouTube anymore. But Mm-mm. I remember oh. watching Michelle Fawn, and she was so iconic. She had like a makeup line or something, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, she, she had does. a makeup line. Mm-hmm. I think, um, I think it's. Still. I don't know if it's still it's in long stores. Comb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, long yeah. She was great representation for not only the beauty community but also the Asian community. Exactly. Because yeah. that's something like, that we did not get to see at all. I know. Yeah representation she was right there with them yeah and like, she started a movement honestly yeah, yeah like the first youtuber i ever watched was actually kev jumpa i don't know if you guys know who that is kind of but like he's, he's definitely not on youtube anymore, but he was literally the first like okay so he and nika higa did a like did like a song video yes did a song video for like nice guys finish last do you remember yes. that oh, do you remember that oh my goodness yes. that last. was my first wow. experience do you remember that i, I do know that i do song. yeah i know that yeah it's like song. nice guys Finish last, but um, <laughs> but like that's not what something I don't know. It's okay. The, the volumes are going crazy today. What I mean, yes. <laughs> but yes, it's like you remember that, right? Oh yes. Yeah, and like that's the thing is like because for me oh. being a, like a Chinese American, it's just hard to see like my like face on like the movie screens or even like yeah. TV screens, and yeah. so just seeing YouTubers up there, it was just so amazing. Representation, like, yeah. Whether in the Asian community, just in general, yeah, just in general, is absolutely amazing. Yeah, and I think. YouTube, YouTube is a space it. for that. And exactly. Well, YouTube started yeah. it. Like, I feel like a lot of the beginning of YouTube had a lot of representation, but like... Because it was your average people yeah. that just right. wanted to start. They just mm. wanted to right. make... Not, they, I mean, at, when YouTube first started, making a living off of YouTube mm-hmm. was not an option. It was just a place to display. It was people exactly. to express themselves. Exactly. exactly. I feel like a lot of the people who had that platform wanted to express themselves express themselves because they didn't have that platform before and now they did exactly it made them an impact it made them a beautiful like like icon and yeah and now it's such an industry like a lot of people make i mean it is make a a living off of you million dollar industry it's crazy it's crazy progressed like over the last 10 years it's progressed oh completely yeah completely yes Mm -hmm. Completely. Yeah. And so wait, it's crazy. Yeah. So who was the first YouTuber that you ever watched, Andrew? Well, I remember watching Jenna Marbles. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot go wrong Icon. with Jenna Marbles. Yes. But another one that I just thought of, I don't know if y'all here can relate to this, but Key of Awesome. Yes. 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 Honestly, yes. I don't know who that is. Who yes. is that? No, Key of Awesome made the funniest to tut- i mean if um parody them, videos you might know, but if not it's cool but like you might know them they yeah. made parodies for all like tiktok 
um, oh. by Kesha. They made Baby by Justin Bieber. They made all sorts of hilarious parodies. Awesomeness wow. TV. Awesomeness TV. Yeah. Yes. Wait, wait, wait. I yes. know who you're talking about. Yes. That was yes. one. I don't know what made me think of that, but that was probably middle school prime YouTube for me. Yeah. Was Key of Awesome and Jenna Marbles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What a yeah. what a mix. Yeah. And the <laughs> thing is, Jenna Marbles is still online. Like I feel I mean, like, yeah, we were just yeah. looking at her YouTube yeah. and she has let's see. Yeah. Well the thing is like million. Yeah. Her videos are so different when she first started. Like I feel like, completely different. Yeah. Her first videos are just kinda like um I feel like tell story videos like what do you guys do when they get ready? What do mm-hmm. girls do when they mm-hmm. get ready? But yeah. now And that ex- yeah. that's YouTube yeah. because YouTube has changed yeah. so much. The yeah. content that you see on YouTube now is nothing compared exactly. to what it was. And I feel like YouTubers that last longest, like Shane Dawson for example, are the ones that like understand that their image has to change over like he's exactly. been on YouTube for like ten years. And they understand that you like their image has to change and the fact that like people still fall, like the thing is I feel like with a lot of YouTubers they start really early and then they do the same content for years and they get tired of it their fans get tired exactly. of it and then they just just dis, like dissolve. disappear exactly yeah. but Shane Dawson he's like completely changed his whole image yeah he's like he's now he does like documentaries that are like an hour I mean he long. was on Vine yeah. he was doing all sorts was of crazy was he on Vine for real yeah. Yeah. Oh, I did not know that well yeah. I might okay well <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe not. Let me look. Yeah, yeah, he might not have been on but mine, that's but either a, way. But that's what I'm saying. It's like he used to do videos where he like basically put like a bunch of things in a blender and then drank it. Exactly. But I mean, now, there was like the, there was the era different. of cha- challenges. Yes. I remember that. Yes. Oh, Glozelle. Glozelle. Oh Glozelle. Yes. She was oh the God. challenge queen. Yes. She, her hot pepper he challenge. He was on Vine. Oh my he God. Was, he exactly. was. Oh my God. That's so crazy. Yeah, Vine is totally dead now. And it's, it's now well, TikTok. Don't you mean? Vine 2.0 or TikTok. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It's like, who do you guys watch now? Nowadays? Because like the thing is like us as like mid 20, like mid 20s, no one watches YouTube. So who do you actually watch right now? Oh, I am so much more into YouTube, even more so than I was in middle school. Yeah. Like I probably watch YouTube on a daily basis. Okay, so who's who's your, who's the last YouTuber that you ever watched? Well, not to bring up a sore subject or a past subject discussed on this podcast, but I do, in fact, absolutely adore James Charles. Yes, I did a podcast on James Charles. I'm not going to lie. James Charles, I've been with him (laughs) since he was at 2.3 million subscribers. Mm -hmm. Now he's close to 15. He has gone through it all. I have his palette for drag makeup. Like, James Charles... He's probably one of James Charles, Dolan Twins, Emma Chamberlain. Like yes, those are my yes. that's my group right now yeah. that I still follow. Do you know heavily. the Dolan Twins? They unfollowed him on Instagram supposedly. So, no, they yeah. did. No, yeah. they <laughs> we did. just spilled some cans over here. Sorry, it's okay. sorry, sorry, no, no, no. You're totally fine. No, you're totally fine. Anyway, so like I did a podcast all about James Charles and the drama surrounding him and Tati and like I'm sure if you guys are on the internet, you semi know what we're talking mm-hmm. about, but. I like the, like I said in my podcast. I feel like the hate that he got was astronomical. I don't think cancel culture is something that necessarily needs to happen. Yeah. I do it's in some situations. Some, some situations. In some situations, yes. I believe that oh, yeah. certain people have used their platform for wrong, yes. and they deserve to not yes. have a platform. But in right. the fact of James, but Charles, just James Charles specifically, I just like you. Said, I don't agree at yeah. all with the whole situation. Um, I don't agree with the fact of a forty plus or a forty year old woman 
coming for a 20-year-old. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, over things that were all debunked yeah. and over a brand. I get it. I mean, I mean, she had to have her... She had to have her money. She had to, I mean, she has a brand, and it is absolutely beautiful. But James Charles did what he had to do. He, he apologized for it. He made and it yeah, clear. Everything. And she brought yeah. it. She brought mm-hmm. it public. Yeah. Like, the whole situation could have been avoided. Um, I mean, I don't know if y'all have seen his... his um, both whole and Both videos. I've seen the, all of it. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. he specifically talked about how... I mean, not only is... She's correct. There are not many other options as far as hair vitamins, skin vitamins. I mean, it's a very select market, so I get where she would be offended, but he made it very clear from mm-hmm. the beginning. Also, did you hear that? Yeah, yes. just popping a couple of foodies. <laughs> it's okay, know. Anna. We're drinking at the, at the same time as we're recording this podcast, so just, um, if you hear that, yeah. But anyway. all in, but yes, all, in I know, all, I, just, I just don't. Yeah. I think the whole thing was blown out of proportion. I mean, he got all of his followers back because everything was debunked. Everything yeah. was found out to be just like yes. blown out of mm-hmm. proportion yeah and like james yeah. charles yeah he has struggles but he's a famous 20 year old he's a 20 well, year old everyone makes mistakes when they're 20 uh, exactly everyone oh God, exactly child, yeah and the fact that that follows you, that follows you within the rest of your life it's just we enough. as yeah. non-famous and 20 have, plus year old yeah we don't get to experience that no. exactly i mean we don't know what it's like to have a public platform like that yeah. No, you don't. Yeah, okay. exactly. But I will change the subject. Yes, please and my do. My favorite person. Yes, who are you watching right now? Sean Evans, Hot Ones. Oh my I god, I really love Hot Ones. She has recently put uh, me on this. I was about I to lie. scream so into good. this mic. I love They're Hot so Ones. Good. So good. Tyra Banks, so good. Oh my god. He, okay, so basically, for those of you who don't know, Anna, explain what Hot Ones is. Okay, so basically, it's hot questions with even hotter wings. <laughs> <laughs> That's the tagline. Yeah, it really is. But basically, it's a host, Sean Evans, who asks people questions, and they're eating extremely hot wings. Like, I mean extremely hot wings. Yeah, and, like, each question or each, like, section, like, there's, like, a a row of, like, ten wings, right? And each section, like, it gets hotter and hotter and hotter. And so it's just so funny to see... It's just so funny to see how, like, the hotter the wings get, the more flustered they get, which is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I love hot. I love hot stuff. I Mm -hmm. absolutely love it, but that scares me. Because when you're in... It does scare me. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. Before... Okay, so... Okay, so both of them have tried like the hot ramen challenge, or like there's a yes, hot we hot So let's talk about that. So basically, they they got like a hot ramen from where? From a I don't know what. Amazon. Part. Yeah, it was Amazon. from yeah. Amazon. Yeah, but it was delivered from some portion of Asia. Yeah. Okay. Right. I'm not sure where. Not, I saw the video. They were dying. <laughs> no, might I add? Yeah. Might I add? I we just want to say, like, we don't know where, but like whoever makes this spice, Sponsor? please let me know because I will literally eat it like in mild portions. But like, <laughs> fuck you, <laughs> you are killing us. Like, yeah. No, it was. It but was... it's so good. Like the sauce is so good. But, yeah. Like, but like I remember, like I saw the video that you post or like you showed me it was just like y'all were. Die like after Dying. the first bite. Yeah, no, yeah. it was a situation where I, I mean, like I said, I love spicy things. Mm-hmm. Like ever since I was a kid, me and my um, grandfather would literally eat raw, jal- I mean, pickled jalapenos right out of the jar. Mm-hmm. Like we absolutely loved it. But this, 
This was a different type of spice. Yeah, it was. I believe it was mala spice. I want to. I don't know if that's like correct. Indian, like tikka yeah. masala. Well, it was kind exa- of? well, it was something like that, and it it had a numbing agent. Ooh. Like it was, it was the real deal spice, yeah. and so I went into it very confident, like very confident. I went into it like <laughs> nothing's gonna bother me. Well, I was v- very, very mistaken. Yeah, very mistaken. It yeah. was. I mean, let me just. Also, I told Andrew so and Anna, <laughs> it's okay to not hit the table and you just like tap. So no, 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 it's okay. It's okay. It was Honestly, my jewel. it was my jewel. Yeah, I'm it doesn't sorry. even matter. It's okay. I but am sorry though. She, she didn't tell me. <laughs> Don't was, be sorry. Like right. I said, it doesn't matter. This content is so good. I'm so glad you guys are here. I love you guys so much. Love Thank you, you for being I love here. You too. I love you. Oh, you already know. Yeah, I mean, you since know. from. From podcast one, I have been an avid supporter, um, and I told her from the get-go I would be more than honored. Yes. More than honored to join this beautiful podcast. <laughs> and now we have him as a guest. We yeah. we, we materialized. We manifested it. You're exactly. here right now. Yes. Okay, so okay, so we talked about the YouTubers that we watch now. Mm-hmm. Okay, I want you to guys, both of you guys, to say okay. what is the latest YouTube video, even if it's a music video, whatever, what is the latest YouTube video that you've ever watched where they're pulling up both their phones. That's actually <gasps> that's actually awesome. I want to literally look at your history. What is the latest YouTube video okay, you've you, ever you watched? Sure? Yes. Okay. While y'all look at that, I'll say, okay, so my, I've, I've been obsessed with PewDiePie's, like, I love PewDiePie. If y'all, he has, like, literally, I love PewDiePie. he literally has almost 100 million subscribers. At one point, that's he was the him. most subscribed YouTuber as, like, an entity, like, the one YouTuber, he was the most subscribed. And he has, like, a Minecraft channel it's so dumb it's so lame but he has like no, he like not. lately it, he's it, it, it yeah else yeah he's literally he's See, got that's exactly yeah. that's the whole yeah that's the whole point. back to youtube yeah. like bringing we it back not, bringing it back we may not relate yeah. to pewdiepie but there is there is a, there is a exactly. group that literally there's so many niche exactly. groups exactly. exactly but he's 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 really gotten into minecraft and i don't even like minecraft but like watching him play it is so awesome <laughs> Well, I think the most recent. Actually, yeah, what is the most series. recent one that it was you actually watched? Kind of a yes. series. It was Patrick Starr's drag transformations. He did one oh, for every color of Star. the yes. Pride Parade. I mean, yes. of the Pride flag, mm-hmm. and he would do like blue, yellow, all drag looks. And Patrick Starr, I love you. If by any chance <laughs> if you ever, you ever, to this podcast, ever find ever. out about this podcast, yes. you are an absolute icon. He's a treasure. But. His um, tutorials, his, like, transformations, I absolutely am obsessed with. Like, his, whether it's from his hip pads down to his eyebrows, all the way through, I love him. Like, Mm -hmm. he gives an aspiring drag queen absolute great tips for the physical manifestation of a drag queen. Now, don't get me wrong, there's much more to being a drag queen than just the makeup and the hips and the looks. But he gives a great starting base. 10 yes. out of 10. If you're mm-hmm. looking to be a drag queen, go ahead, look up Patrick Starr. He'll, yes. he'll yes. do you right. Yes. He will do you right. Yes. And there are many other great drag queens, by the way. I want to give full representation. Yeah. But right now, my most recent is Patrick Starr's looks. Rita, Amazing. Britta Felter. <gasps> yes. We Britta actually. Felter. We actually Wait, who is this? Britta who is me this? Me and Anna just yes. saw a video. I don't know if it's confirmed. I'm not sure. But it was about the... Um, Next or season twelve of RuPaul's Drag Race, Drag Race, the Queens, and the first three I knew very well, but one specifically, 
Britta Filter. I have followed her for years. Well, it's such Might a fun name. No, such she a fun is name absolutely stunning. Yeah. No, she is absolutely stunning. Um, Britta Filter. Hopefully, I'm not sure. This is. I mean, it's. I don't know what the date is, but <laughs> I'm not like sure. August fifth or yeah. 6th so or I'm something. not sure if this is confirmed yet, but Britta Filter, ten out of ten, would recommend she will win season twelve. Just saying. Mine is sad. Uh-oh. What is your laziest Uh-oh. video? Like, come on, what's your Are you video? serious? Okay, mine is literally Morgan Adams. Okay. Oh, I know the Rylan Adams, Shane Dawson. Yes. Yeah. Okay. What's oh. her? Yes. Following uh, it's Shane Dawson following a Morgan Adams makeup routine. Oh my god, I've That's seen that it. video. It's That's so funny. I, I love them so much. Also, if you guys don't, Shane Dawson is an iconic YouTuber. He's been around for ten he years. Is. He's like engaged to Rylan Adams. They're about to get married this weekend. Yes, and then Rylan is sister, like his sister is Morgan, Morgan. Adams. Yeah, and so yeah, yeah, they did like a like a follow makeup tour. It was so cute. It was I can't so cute. Wait for them. Yes, I, I honestly, whenever I found, Shane was like, he came out as bisexual, Rylan is gay, but like they, they, they got engaged and now they're just, it's just, I, I cry every time I think about it. Do I find Rylan absolutely beautiful? Yes. Yes. (laughs) 100% Rylan, hit me up. Yes. Well, actually, just kidding. (laughs) Oh, you're engaged. Yes, you're, you're taken, but their dynamic is so cool. And I, I did see that because they were in like their new bathroom, right? And they had like, they had like a divider up where Mm -hmm. they were just like trying on the makeup. It was so cool. Yes. 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 But all right, we are at 20 minutes right now. This is crazy. This has been so fast, right? It's been really fast. Okay, so. Yes, yeah, so right now we're going to take a short, sincere shout-out break. And then after that, we're going to be back to talk about the Try Guys. Because, yes, me and Andrew went and saw yeah, the Try so Guys awesome. live. And I was super jealous. I was. Well, <laughs> I really might was. I add, just a little spoiler alert, the whole time I was, well, I'd say what? 50% of the time I was FaceTiming her for the whole experience. Because <laughs> yeah, I, yes. I knew if I was experiencing it, I wanted Anna to, too. Because yeah. we love the Try Guys. We so do. iconic. Love the Try Guys. So From iconic. BuzzFeed till now, yes. we love them. But yes. we'll get into that, we'll get into that after this is shout-out break. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you for sticking with us. And we'll be right back. Thank you. Hello, 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 Field Daisies. I'm back again. It's Andrew, and I'm here for today's sincere shout-out. Today, I want to go ahead and shout-out Mr. James Charles, because not only is he an amazing influencer but i have been with him since day one well at least 2.3 million subscribers and now how he has 15 million even after a scandal um i bought his palette for drag and you know a little day-to-day touch up because we all like to look a little sculpted but not only are his pigments in his palette absolutely stunning they are the every single color you need Every single color, whether you're looking for a rainbow look, whether you're looking for a natural look, he has you settled. Um, I have followed him, like I said, from his beginnings, and he has grown as not only an artist, but an entrepreneur. He has created a business for himself. He has grown his network. I absolutely love James Charles, and I think everybody should not only maybe give him a second chance, but at least explore his channel, because not only is he great, he cares about what he does. So shout out to James Charles this week. 
Thank you, Andrew, for that sincere shout out. And we are back to the podcast, everyone. So Anna had to leave us for a minute, but we and Andrew are going to talk about our experience with the Try Guys. So we went to their show, The Legends of the Internet, um, last week, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It was about two weeks ago. Yeah. Actually, it was two weeks ago today. Is it really? Yeah, because it was two, two Oh my gosh. Okay, Tuesday. so yeah. So if you guys don't know, Try Guys, they are a YouTube channel, but they are also on Bud. BuzzFeed. That's where yes, they were. Yes, that's where they originated from. Yeah, exactly. And they were doing a basically a tour around the U.S. And we went to their tour in Atlanta, and it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. We made a whole day out out of it. Atlanta is a beautiful city. Yeah, it's about an hour and a half where we are right now. So we really made a trip to go up there. Exactly. But we left early in the morning. Yes. We we made a whole entire. We, we, day we had out like of it. a nice hot pot lunch. It was amazing. <gasps> oh, it was so good. Yes. Ooh, that lamb mm-hmm. mm, that fried tofu anyway. she introduced me to tofu <laughs> it was absolutely amazing he has never had tofu well before. now i have yeah now i have did you like it it was amazing yes amazing yes. we had that what like spicy mm-hmm. it was like a numbing chili oh yes yes 10 out of 10 yes so we went a day out of going to atlanta we went and we on the ferris wheel <gasps> everything oh. it was amazing but yeah i've i've never okay so Tell me how you got into the Try Guys. Well, I remember when I first saw one of the Try Guys videos, it was actually them getting in drag for the first time. Mm. It was, And this was on BuzzFeed, right? Yes, this is when they were yeah. still on the BuzzFeed group, actually, before they made an independent group out of themselves. Yeah. Go them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I remember watching that and specifically seeing Eugene fully, like, somewhat express himself. I mean, yeah. that was one of the first times that this was before he came out. Completely. Too. Years. Yeah. Years before he came out. But for like, I don't know, you could just see it in him. Mm-hmm. Like he fully embraced it. Yeah, like, like the other yeah. guys, they embraced it yeah. in a different way. Like, like they were I, having fun yeah, with it. I remember it. from the video, like the other guys didn't care that much about their names. They were just like, whatever. But like Eugene, Eugene really cared. Yes. He really did. And let me just say, a yeah. Cheyenne Peppers being grown, yes. a seedling being planted. Yeah, he was wow, amazing. Wow, that was deep. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I okay. I don't know about you, but I we we drank before the concert, so I got. I'm not gonna lie. I got a bit tipsy before the concert, <laughs> and I don't remember. Uh, I don't know why I'm calling it a concert. It's like a show. It was a comedy well, show. Well, they did sing. They, they actually did sing. did sing in harmony. Might yes, I add? Really well. Actually, really well. I remember that. But yeah, like what I'm saying is like I I got so fucked up that I don't really remember the concert that well. <laughs> I don't know how you feel about that, but yeah. I did partake. In a little bit of beverages, adult beverages. Yes. But um, I remember quite a lot. I'm not yeah. going to lie. I don't know if it's because of my 27 long Snapchat story <laughs> that I've rewatched <laughs> multiple times just to relive it just a little bit. Mm-hmm. But overall, I do have to say... Yeah, I remember like, quite a lot. The one thing that I really remember is they did sort of like a dating show thing on it. Remember they oh, did? Oh my they goodness! Did the, Fuck Mary Kill. Yes, yes, yes. Basically, they did like sort of like a behind like curtain. And Keith, he hosted it. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. it was Ned, yeah, um, Eugene, and, and Zach. Zach. Yeah. So basically, they did sort of like um, the, there was an audience member, and they were behind the, the curtain, and they didn't know who it was. They masked all their voices, and they asked each of the guys a question and basically she had to choose who she wanted to be with through those questions. And I remember And it was that- an audience member and I remember being being very jealous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> very jealous. And like, I remember because like we were sitting on the side, right? So we. Yeah, we were we, on the second. We were like on the balcony, but we had great we seats. We had great seats, even great though they were seats. obstructed 
supposedly. But well, kind of, barely. Yeah. Especially for that show specifically. Like mm-hmm. you really it wasn't it wasn't. Yeah. Now if we had been a little bit over mm-hmm. poor babies on mm-hmm. the side. They had to I have know, a TV. I know. But yeah, so like we saw the girl mainly, but we kind of guessed where the other try guys were based on where we were sitting. Mm-hmm. And that was like the one part of the show that I really, really remember. I don't know about you. And then like I I don't know. I remember them singing like High School Musical. Like, oh yes, and they had a they had a karaoke together. section yeah, with yeah. Um, Hannah Montana, Best of Both Worlds. Yes. Let m- might I just say I killed that performance. Yeah, I was feeling my oats. Yes. My Hannah Montana, my childhood fantasy. Yes. it was absolutely great. Yeah, and I remember they had like a. I, honestly, I don't even remember this. This is from my camcorder, <laughs> but I remember they did like a Rebecca Black. They they played like Friday. No, they threw it back. Like when they say Legends of the Internet. They went to early YouTube. They even had a Charlie bit my finger reference. Yeah, like they were going back. Yeah, like they really wanted it to show so that they've been there. Yeah, because I mean they have. Yeah. even from their BuzzFeed beginnings, they were they were there. Yeah, like they've come a long way. Yeah, and like I feel I don't know about you, but the audience was electric. Oh my god, they were they were just everybody was yes. there for them. Yes. Like you could tell that all of them were huge fans. All exactly. of them knew references. We were all just yeah. like. It was electric. It. it literally was. Like, we all, like, me and Andrew, we loved the Try Guys. And we were screaming and laughing. And the whole audience was doing it, too. And that's what made it magical. And the thing about the Try Guys is they appeal to so many different yes. audiences. Mm-hmm. Like, specifically, each one of them, they each had their own, I guess you could say, segment for the show mm-hmm. itself. Like, um, Eugene was about pride mm-hmm. and about Get, being gay as hell, loving mm. it, and then got Keith was about food. Yeah, Ned was and about Zach love. And talked about his like um, I don't even know what it's called. I'm keep on hitting it's this his mic. It's autoimmune disease. Yeah, his autoimmune disease. And but he, he struggled about with it. that. Like I remember when yeah. he came out with his video. Like when he came out was with his video. It was one of the first times that they really branched out from just being a comedy thing or like a challenge group. It was something exactly. where they started opening up, and then. Then um, Ned got married. Ned had yeah. a baby. Like they all started opening up about their relationships, and they really, really got a fan base. Like it wasn't just a BuzzFeed fan ga- fan base. It was a Try Guys fan yeah. base. Yeah, and, like, I remember they were so hesitant to start their own YouTube channel. Like, and it I was remember, so needed. Yeah, I like, remember, it, yeah. It really, I think it, I think it blew them up. Yeah, it made them better in a certain way because they didn't have to answer to BuzzFeed, you know? And it wasn't exactly like I said, it wasn't like a BuzzFeed production. It was them like they were each able to Mm -hmm. make their own kind of segment. They were each they individualized each person Mm -hmm. for a certain group. Like they appealed to their audiences all while being freaking great. Yeah. Like the Try Guys are just The dynamic is amazing. And I'm so glad they made the leap because I think it was so worth it. Honestly. No, I agree. Yeah. And you can tell not only like, is it fun? Is it like it's their livelihood, but mm-hmm. also they enjoy doing it. Yeah, that's they what really makes it do. the best. Like honestly. they are really good friends together. Yeah. Like they enjoy it. They yeah. ne- they like what they're doing. Yeah, and like for I don't know for those of you who don't know the Try Guys, it's sort watch of watch them. Yeah, watch them for one. But they're, 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 they're go back to their Buzzfeed videos. Yes, though. yes. Start I've from the beginning. Like like I told you before, the reason why I got into the Try Guys is for Eugene's coming out video. <gasps> oh like, wow. Yeah, I know. Basically, Hannah Hart. Uh, it's one of my favorite YouTubers. She did like an interview with Eugene talking about his coming out video. And that's how I really, like I literally, I've binged every video from the yeah. Try Guys because of that. Because it was powerful. It was so powerful. And like, I want to ask you like, yeah. how did, 
how do you feel that it represented the Asian, yes, you know, like maybe yes. stereotypes that there might be with like coming yeah. out without like, like that traditional family value? Did he represent it well? Okay, that's such a good question because I, as an as a Chinese American, like watching that video, it even though I'm not gay, but like it resonated with me so hard. Just like looking, okay, so basically Eugene's coming out video was not a normal coming out video. Like a lot of YouTubers come out and they do look sort of like a talking to the camera exactly. thing. But Eugene did a dance to Odessa. A beautiful music a beautiful, video. beautiful, beautiful dance. And he showed, and also, I don't know if you know this, the the son, oh god, I'm hitting this mic a lot, but the, <laughs> the, the brother in the video, I actually know him. He went to Berkeley. <gasps> yeah, I know exactly who that is. He, yeah, I've done a video, I've done We'll like, go him. Exactly. And so basically... Okay, connections. That's exactly. great. I know, it's crazy. But, like, just seeing that family dynamic of basically, like, the father not, not like, you know, supporting yeah. it and stuff. Even towards, like... Like, even it, like it was yeah. literally... Tra- like, it. you could... It was beautiful. I it mean, I'm beautiful. almost, like, speechless yeah. because of how powerful it was. Yeah. You could literally see dynamics changing like values changing like it was beautiful yeah and like as a chinese american like i definitely resonate with the way he portrayed his coming out story Mm. because like you remember when they did sort of like the um the club scene where you know it was yeah it was like the yeah it's reminiscent of like the pulse like shooting and stuff like that after that they did sort of he like fell down and he his family emerged again and his father was still I guess hardened about it, but like his whole family was just like, no, 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 no. You have to let them go. And it was, mm-hmm. I don't even know if I'm describing it right, but honestly it was so beautiful. It was so powerful. I, I teared up. No, like it. when I tell you, I think I'm not going to lie though. I knew, yeah. I don't know if it was just me as like, I mean, I, like I said, I've been watching them for years, Yeah. but like you look at Eugene, you, and the, uh, I mean, I don't know if it was just me as a gay man. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I, I, just guessed, Gator, blah, blah, blah. But <laughs> I knew. But seeing that, seeing that vulnerability, yeah, that's something, I mean, shoot, I haven't even come to terms with. Something, yeah. to, so to know that, oh, just his expression was absolutely stunning. Because yeah. the thing is, before this video, whenever, like, he did, like, interviews with, like, Glamour or whatever, and he would always say, whenever it was like, are you gay? And he would always be like, well, I've tried everything. He never, like, can... Fully never came fully out. said it and he you know he would go but to people pride. knew exactly and he went to oh, you oh the, the corset the corset video where yes, he it was okay beautiful yeah so the try guys tried corsets and eugene got the skinniest one the beautiful one and 14 he, inches i yes, believe i yes. might be wrong on that i don't know but like yeah he took it to pride and it was amazing and this is before he quote unquote came out and, and so, i remember one video specifically where they all got acrylic nails yes. and literally let yes. me just say he got the most extra beautiful but let me nails. just say i remember the first time my gay ass put on acrylic nails i felt my fantasy and so did he yes so did he mm-hmm. and i i mean that was like a there's been multiple videos where you can just kind of see it like and i just it 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 just it it touched me seeing representation period yeah. is beautiful but like him from my beginnings he's been there and like 
10 out of 10 to Eugene. And also, okay, so we have to tell a story about the show. I, I, I think you know, know what where you're I'm going. Say. Yeah, so you, okay, so the whole Talking tri- about Eugene. <laughs> the whole Try Guys, they, okay, so th- during a certain segment, they all kind of came out on the balcony in different spots. Well, parts. no, different, well, even yeah. in the front. Like, yeah. I think Ned was, like, running through yeah. the, f- like, bottom So they part. all came into the crowd, and Eugene happened to be right where we were. And let me literally. just say, when we say Eugene, we also mean my future husband. Just throwing <laughs> that out there. Yes. Just thought I should say Into that. the universe. We're manifesting it. Yes. Eugene, yes. if you ever listen to that, hit me up. Yes. But like Andrew. he... Like, on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> let me just say it one more time. Andrew.j.roth at Instagram. Plug that. Plug it. All for you, Eugene. Yes. But anyway, we're sitting right on the like the aisle. Yeah. And he came up to the well, stairs. I, well, I remember the our neighbor, our mm-hmm. little seat neighbor. Yeah. It, she was there. It was this little. I think it was a girl and her boyfriend or something like that. But she, I will. I will never forget it. She. I look over at her and she just has this sh- look of shock and she's pointing directly behind me. And so of course I look, and literally directly i'm talking about like like inches like pro- how close me and daisy are right now yeah um like three to four inches literally what eugene Li Yang. yeah was there he, he was there and i grabbed him i don't quite remember how i grabbed him it could have been his arms it could have been his back if you're ever listening to this eugene i'm sorry <laughs> um but i remember looking him in his eyes he was probably scared to death yeah honestly <laughs> honestly but that moment i was like wow yeah, it was. This is my husband. It was the cherry on top of the cake. I <laughs> it have really to say. was. It, it was really so was. crazy. Of like, all of them yeah. to come, I mean, don't it, get me wrong. I love them. them. Of all I of them. I love them all. But me like, too. both of us have a great connection. Yeah, because like, that's the reason why I started watching the triangle. Yeah. Because of Eugene. Exactly. And like, that was, it was such a beautiful moment. It was such a beautiful day. It the show have gone was better. amazing. It couldn't have gone better. Like I said, I don't even remember what happened in the show, <laughs> but it was so amazing. My voice was hoarse. Oh, my after the, gone. After, yeah. I went to work the next day yeah i was laughing Mm-mm. and screaming so much it was an amazing it was an amazing show it I made can't me even, laugh it yeah. made me cry, cry. it yeah. made me i mean it was just screaming. emotional yeah. like it was just absolutely like the way that they transpired their story yes. into a show like yes. it was beautiful yeah and like, like you just, saw their whole entire journey exactly from and the, even when like before when keith was talking about making or who did he want to send the pizzas to? I don't know. I, don't I missed that part. But yeah, he did like a whole pizza dance because he like, does like yes. the menu sort of thing. And that was from before yeah. he was even famous. Yeah. Like it, it threw it all the way back. They yeah. really did a great job. Exactly. And like I I highly, I don't know if their show is still going on, but I highly recommend if you've never seen them, go do it. Go do it. Even if you don't know them, they, they, they yes. resonate with so many people. And that's, like I said before, that's what made it so iconic. The audience. The audience really did it. It was no, electric. I completely agree. Yeah, the audience honestly made it. And I remember at the end, we actually we tried to wait around a little bit. Yeah, we to did. see them at the back door. But we a met lot of some people were waiting. People. Yeah, and honestly, we did. We met no, so we many really did. Nice people waiting for them. They were just we got like, their Snapchats, yeah, Instagram, stuff like yeah. that. Just kind of connected. Um, some people. Oh God, I think I want to say it was Massachusetts. They came from, it was Maybe. somewhere way up north. Yeah. I, mean, I believe it was like, I think they said 18 hour drive. Yeah. I don't know what's, I don't know if that's correct, but we but, met all sorts of people. Yeah. And they were all so nice and just like. Cause we were all there for yeah, the same reason. Exactly. Like we had a mutual, yeah. 
mutual kind of like bonding like mm-hmm. even if it was just like you know a group yeah. of four guys that right. started on buzzfeed exactly. we were all there because yeah we but, loved them but like you can think about because so i went to Lollapalooza like way back in the day right mm. and like i went to a lana deray like Ugh. segment and her fans i have to say were not the best really? they really made they really made the concert not fun why is that was well, that like was it boring well no the concert was great in a certain way but the fans were just really annoying i'm not no. gonna lie and like lana del rey sorry like, lana del rey i fans. love lana del rey i love her so much but like for one she like took a costume break for like a really long time and her fans were like pushing and they're just like being really really annoying oh, that being said no. <laughs> that being said that it's the, all about yeah. i mean not saying that like that says anything about lana del rey right or even if like the yeah. audience of the try guys wasn't good but like yeah, but just like seeing, your, yeah, your seeing group the attracts a certain yeah. peop or a certain group. Yeah, I guess. just seeing the difference, it was just really magical. Like that's all I'm trying to say is that yeah. the try guys, the audience, the people, the try guys themselves were just magical. It made it like it, it really made all it. in all everybody was there just yeah. to have a good time. Talk about some four crazy guys who I decided know. to join together and do some crazy challenges. Exactly. Like I even remember those old BuzzFeed. I mean, they've been there from the beginning yeah. from those BuzzFeed videos where mm-hmm. like they were all drinking while they were supposed to be at work yes. trying different and They liquors. did like Ninja Warrior. Yes. They did so like, many crazy things. From they, their get go. Yeah, they the try guys. They try everything. And that's YouTube for yeah. you. You get to see people grow. You get to see people live and you get to see bonds created. Exactly. Yeah. Go try, guys. Go honestly. try, guys. <laughs> yes. Okay, so we are towards the end of this segment, actually. Wow. I know. We've I talked to like 20 minutes. It. I know. It's been by so fast. But, okay, we're going to take a short, sincere shout-out break, and then we'll be back w- to wrap up the podcast with our media obsessions. So Ooh. stay tuned. Okay, so our second sincere shout out is actually a TV show. Um, might be a little weird to a it few people. It might be a little weird, but it They've is. They definitely had their fair share of. But on tr- it's Jersey Shore. Woo-hoo. Yes, and like I loved this show when From I was the a beginning. teenager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they just did a reboot, I guess. Family, Family reunion. vacation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I watched the first season of the reboot. It's still iconic it's still iconic. so good i mean they're all so much more mature but also still just themselves yeah if you like reality tv i highly recommend jersey shore because they and are they a little crazy yes, yes. but they're i mean but that's what makes it awesome exactly yeah, who exactly. cares exactly yeah. can you give some tea of the lead latest episode or latest season well let's just say ron and his poor baby mama or Poor Ron and his baby mama. I don't know who's in the wrong because that situation is. (laughs) But like Mike and his fiance are so cute. So beautiful. And congratulations on Mike for staying sober. That is an amazing. Through the whole show. That is an amazing conquest. Conquest, sure. Accomplishment. Accomplishment. There we go. There we go. <laughs> That's the word. But yeah, so if you haven't watched Jersey Shore, we highly recommend it. And now back to the podcast. All right, so we are back to wrap up the cot. <laughs> wrap up the podcast with our media obsession. So we're trying to think of things that we both. No, and one of them is Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you haven't seen Stranger Things, I highly recommend it. I'm pretty 10 sure. Out of 10. Yes, ten, 10 out of 10. ten. And I'm pretty sure if anyone that don't know the Stranger Things and they've had heard about it, they know that season three is 
amazing. It's absolutely killer. Yeah, I would have to say season it's emotional. Two, yeah, emotional, it's very emotional, emotional. And they season two wasn't that, that great. Hit. Yeah, and the, but the season three they had deaths. They had. We don't want to give any spoilers, but yeah. Well, let me just say one of them actually talked about it. I don't remember where I saw it, but one of them actually talked about how the reason that they have the deaths that hit so hard mm. is because they. I mean, it's like strategic. Yeah. Like they want those people who you think are safe to get killed yeah. so that the audience or the like the viewers are completely drawn in mm. like because they want to feel that nobody's or everybody's safe or like certain people are safe but but by doing that by killing those those freaking people that you love right they show you yeah. no nobody's safe and nobody's like, safe me and Celie no Celie was the other podcast we've talked about this and we're wondering how season four is gonna be cause like mm. they've really they set it up well they set it up well but they set it up to the point like what else can go further it, oh my god exactly. are they gonna save someone from the Russians like no, what is going what, to happen each time it's like Oop, they went a little further. Ooh, oh, yeah. just a little bit further. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like, what strings are they going to pull now? Exactly, because I feel like they've pulled all my strings for season three. I really do. I am plucked. Yes, I am plucked. <laughs> <laughs> but in terms of anything else, in terms of, okay, so I recently, I don't know if you've heard about this, but I just recently saw The Farewell. Have you heard about this movie? I haven't. So, basically, it is, Crazy Rich Asians was like a really big movie <sighs> Ooh, right yes. for Asian Americans and stuff. So, Farewell. So, very good. If y'all haven't watched it, you yeah, definitely should. so good. But for Farewell, it was another, I guess, like Asian, all Asian cast. And um, it was more, it wasn't a romantic comedy at all. It was a drama, actually. It, it premiered in Sundance. It did really well. And it had limited releases in theater. So I actually drove with my mom to Atlanta to oh. go see it. And it was amazing. It was really cool. Really? It was, it was really cool to go, like... Farewell, you said? Yeah, to take my mom to the movie. And, like, okay, I'm going to tell you the premise. And I think okay. you're going to... Because you and your Nana are, like, super close. So you this understand, like, the premise. I love my grandmother more than anything. Yes. So the log line of this movie is basically the grandma is dying, right? Oh. And so the whole family knows this. And they planned a fake wedding to go and see the grandma for one. They didn't want to tell her about her death. So they faked a fake wedding so that the whole family could come again and see her for the last time. That's the premise. Oh my isn't god, that it, might make me cry. Yeah, isn't it crazy? Well, and crazy like, Rich Asians. Made crazy me cry Rich Asians was times. crazy, but like this is it was really sad and it was oh, wow. so beautiful. And yeah, so yeah, it's just kind of like a difference between, I guess, like Western and Eastern culture where like when you're in Eastern culture, it's like you are part of a whole, like your family is a part of you. And so when things like this happen, even though it technically is illegal, you can't necessarily like fake someone's doctor records in America, but apparently in China or Asian countries, you can just like protect their because think about it. If you were someone that was old and you had cancer or something, they basically said that the cancer is what kills you. The knowledge of the cancer is what kills you. Oh. And so if the family, well, I, ha- I have heard that mentality about it. Yeah, and so the family, if they lie to you, it's like they carry that burden for you. Yeah. So. Whoa. Yeah. So that's that was. I'm definitely was, gonna have to add that to my list. Yeah, it was very I'll have to very. Find that on some sketchy illegal website. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it might. I don't know. It might be on Netflix something soon. But like, yeah, it was very wow. emotional. It was very deep. 
And you yeah. said farewell or the farewell? The farewell, yes. The farewell. And like, I'm not really much of a movie person. Like, I like TV shows a lot better. No, me too. I yeah. love, there's nothing I love better than really getting into a TV show. Yes. Especially, you know, there's nothing better yeah. than finding one of those new TV shows that yes. are like eight seasons long, 45 minutes long each episode. Yeah. Like, knowing that mm. you're going to love it. There's nothing better than that. And like, we can briefly talk about The Bachelorette because I, <gasps> I know we've talked about this before, before the podcast podcast was coming on but yes so the ending of the bachelorette i just want to hear i just want to hear your final thoughts on the end of the bachelorette i feel like poor hannah Mm -hmm. like we're from alabama but yes so i mean i feel a connection to hannah of all people i don't know why even though she is a roll tide fan we are we're eagle we are the different team 100 percent. yes but she won thousand she went through it she went screwed out of an opportunity exactly i mean there are multiple guys just that were thrown her way, that were literal trash, but she was blindsided by other boys who were, like, seemingly great. And then those boys hid. (laughs) Excuse me. you're okay. We just had some Arby's, and let me just say, that's giving me some burpees. (laughs) A little bit of burpees. You're okay, you're okay. But all in all, Hannah was... Hannah went through it. She gave it her all. She yes. really did. I think she stayed strong. She really, she was in it for the right reason. She promoted her transparency. Her transparency. That's how she wanted the relationship mm-hmm. to be. And I mean, it breaks my heart that she's going yeah. through so much because with Jed, yeah. The one okay, she so picked, for those of you who don't know, okay, so what happened at the end, the finale of the Bachelorette? Mind blowing. So okay, so like literally, yeah, two guys first time left. in the Bachelorette history. Yes. All of this top top four, like it just was drama. Yes. Yeah, so basically. The the first guy she you know turned down said you know she's not the one and then he ended up she ended up going with a guy named jed and he ended up being um a total fake a complete fake yeah so basically he was only on the show to promote his music and, and he had a whole entire girlfriend whole girlfriend and that was revealed in the last episode and well not well it was revealed like a week and a half. Actually, I believe she said it was the day after the engagement. He came clean to her yeah. a little bit. He was yeah. just like, he was like, so there might be this girl. We might have been dating, blah, 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 blah. Typical straight boy things, might I add. <laughs> um, and yeah. then then it came out two weeks later when she came out about, or I don't know if it was two weeks, but mm. either way, she came, or the girl, the girlfriend came out about it. And it just blew up from there. Yeah. I just, all in all, I really feel that she was screwed out of opportunities. And Team Peter, 100% Team Peter, I think he should be the next Bachelorette. I mean, oh, well, Bachelor. Bachelor, Bachelor. (laughs) He deserves love. If not, Peter, um, I'll wear a wig because you can be my man. Uh, (laughs) Yes. Okay, so we're going to wrap it up. Okay, so let's talk about music really fast because I know there's something that you really want to talk about, but let's talk about music really fast. Okay, so you just showed me Yeba. I did. Abby Smith. She's absolutely stunning. Mm -hmm. Not only, like, her voice? Yeah. Hello? Yeah. Because, like, I knew her through... Okay, so I love Ed Sheeran, as you guys know. I love Ed Sheeran. And he did a, a collab song with Yeba. And they started playing... And I was like, you guys know Yeba, too? And it was like... Yes. They, they played Evergreen We played me. Evergreen. It we was played beautiful... Smoke with her and Luke Levinson. Yes. It was absolutely She's an beautiful. amazing singer. I ha- so shout out to Yeba. Yes. Abby Smith. Whatever... Whatever she wants yeah, to Yeah, yeah. Ice Smith is her name. Highly recommend. <laughs> Definitely a media obsession. Complete, Highly recommend. Complete. But yes, okay, so let's talk about podcasts that Ooh, we like. Fellow podcasts. Yeah, so Andrew has a podcast that he showed me that was 
It's pretty good. It's pretty really good does amazing. not describe it right. Absolutely freaking awesome. Yeah. Fully describes it. Um, I so just what wanna, is it called? What is it? Well, what is it about? Well, first of all, this might only come to my murderinos, to my true crime junkies, but if you have not listened to my favorite murder, you are missing completely out. Completely out. Yeah. Like, whether or not you're even into true crime, if you want comedy, if you want something to listen to in the shower that scares you before you go to sleep, <laughs> go ahead. Anything that you want, it will fulfill. Comedy, cries, yes. terror, yeah. might I add. They talk about some gruesome subjects. Mm. If you're into true crime, I completely, completely recommend. My favorite recommend. murderer. It's with Georgia and Karen. They are absolutely stunning. They're two beautiful, absolutely amazing and hilarious comedians. They talk about um, their favorite murder each week. Um, it started out as a tiny podcast, and now it is a huge family of murderinos. I love you all. Karen and Georgia, if you ever hear this, I literally, like, I love you. Like, I love you. <laughs> you girls are absolutely fantastic. The way you portray true crime is in a way that not only that doesn't glorify mur- or murder or anything, but it sheds light to the crazy parts of life that sometimes we don't expect right. or sometimes we don't even accept. You know? it's all truthful. It's, it's all, all real. completely yeah. real. It shows the, you know, the side of life that mm-hmm. some of us don't really see. Some of us don't get to know. And once we find out about it, you just can't help but fall in love. Yeah. My favorite murder. Mm-hmm. Absolutely recommend. Yeah. And for me, like I never heard about them. I'm not necessarily a true crime podcast girl, but we he showed it to me when we were driving home from the Try Guys show. We had an hour and a half drive, and he played them. And I have to say, they have such a light. And even though it is such a dark subject matter, they have such a light way of talking about it that makes it so intriguing. And, and no so way, shape, or form glorifies no, murder. No one, shape, or form glorifies They will it. openly talk yeah. about their disgust towards these horrible humans. Yeah. I mean, it's just facts. These it's things just have happened. Flat facts. And they, yeah, it's such a good podcast. I highly, highly recommend it. Even though I've only, I've only listened to like one episode. Oh, they have but, many. Their mini yeah. episodes are great. They, they have like about, over a hundred episodes right now. Oh, no. They, I'm pretty sure they're yeah. close to... Well, they're definitely over 200 yeah. because they have over 180, I believe, yeah. right now. Um, just regular episodes, and mm-hmm. I think they're in the hundreds of mini episodes. Yeah. So if you like any sort of true crime thing, I definitely even if you don't, recommend. it's a re- I I recommend even, it. Yeah, exactly. Like, cause like they're I'm, funny. They're yeah. really good. Good. Li- I mean, it's not all about murder. Mm-hmm. Well, most of it is, <laughs> but they talk. I mean, they're hilarious. Yeah, they make. Absolutely yeah, hilarious. it's like even though it's a very dark subject matter, they make it surprisingly lighthearted. Exactly. No, Georgia and Karen, I absolutely love y'all. And Elvis, I love you, meow, meow. Um, <laughs> Who's Elvis? That's, that, okay, she has multiple cats, and Aww. then um, Karen has two doggies. Yeah. But Elvis, every t- single time, I have two cats, Karen and Georgia, like, might I add, because <laughs> I'm just like you. I love you so much. Yes, <laughs> yes. But Elvis, I love you. He meows every at the end of every episode. Aww. Cookie. Yeah. I wish my cat would meow, but she's not like that. <laughs> she's not trained like Elvis. Yeah. He's a little cross-eyed Siamese. Mm-hmm. Like Sunny. Yeah, Well, Sunny. she's not Siamese. Or she's not cross-eyed. Well, she's not cross-eyed, but she's a Siamese. I have a cat as well. Um, she's beautiful. She's wonderful. She's a bit of an evil demon, I have to say. She's That's not very okay. friendly. Not That's yet. Okay. Not yet. 
Not yet. We're yes. working on it. Yes. I'm like an expert in neutralizing cats, making yes. them sweet little yes. baby angles. Yes. But all right. I can't believe we've talked for a long time. It's been almost an hour. right now. Yeah. And um, I just. crazy. Yeah. I just have to say thank you so much, Andrew and Anna, for coming on of the course. podcast. Of course. You know we loved it. Yes. We'll, we'll love to be back. Yes, exactly. So if you guys like Andrew and Anna as well, please let me know because I love having guests on the podcast and it makes it just so much fun and so much easier. Yes. Yes. So yeah, so we'll end the podcast now. As always, you can stay after the outro song to hear me recite a poem. But until then, love y'all. Thanks for listening. I hope you have a daisyish day. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Hello, my poetry enthusiast field daisies. Today's poem is going to be about vacation and the fact that a lot of the times we are trying so hard to preserve the memory of a vacation with taking pictures or taking videos that we oftentimes aren't really in the vacation. Uh, my mom and I are about to take a short little weekend vacation and yeah, so I just thought this would be a fun little poem to read and to remind us that we should try to do less preserving and more living. So yeah, without further ado, let's get into it. The Vacation by Wendell Berry Once, there was a man who filmed his vacation. He went flying down the river in his boat with his video camera to his eye, making a moving picture of the moving river upon which his sleek boat moved swiftly toward the end of his vacation. He showed his vacation to his camera, which pictured it, preserving it forever. The river, the trees, the sky, the light, the bow of his rushing boat behind which he stood with his camera preserving his vacation, even as he was having it, so that after he had had it, he would still have it. It would be there. With a flick of a switch, there it would be. But he would not be in it. He would never be in it. 